everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, for this week's episode of Booking the Territory Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast. This is Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, and we're talking Smoky Mountain Wrestling, episode 113 from March 26th of 1994. I'm sitting here with Doc Hardbody Harper. We are still in Dungannon, Virginia, at the elementary school, so no new demographics this week. However, I'm going to throw it to Harper first and ask him first how he's doing, and then he's got something else for us. So first, Harper, how you doing? I'm doing great, Michael. That's I just ate nice. a strawberry Pop-Tart. Uh, do you want to tell the people what a strawberry Pop-Tart is from Urban Dictionary? Well, it's a, it's when you're fucking a woman while she's ragging, <laughs> and you pull out and come all over her bloody clam, resembling a frosty strawberry Pop-Tart, and then someone eats it. Why does someone need to come in and eat it? Yeah, because right. you got someone waiting outside, like, come on, bro. Clock in, motherfucker. Hot <laughs> <I> tag. <laughs> you see, that's hey, that's where those rope. that's where those things jump the shark. Like, if yeah. you just stop at you know putting your 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 filling on the pastry, that's mm-hmm. that's like uh, all right, and that's believable. But then we had to spot monkey it up with a super right. duper high spot that doesn't make any sense. That's exactly it, the wrestling analogy. There is perfect. We got a spot Wrestling's monkey every, it up. Wrestling. If there's one thing, and I mean only one, only one that you have ever made me see the light on, is that wrestling is everything. Okay, Doc. How are you this morning? I'm blessed, pal. Me too. We just got done doing last week's episode. I know it's been a week for you guys. It's been about five minutes for us. Shit was hot. Saw Candido get popped in the head with a damn ladder. And man, this week we've got a show for you, pal. Well, let's get into it. We got Dutch and Bob Cottle at the top of the show. Dutch has two signs in the opening. One of them says he's a sex symbol. And then we're going to see Mike Furness versus Mike Sampson in the TV title match. Talk any thoughts on the signs? No, man. I just get a good look at them. They're going away. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, I think Les is going to bring out any fucking signs. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, who's the straight? Who's the straightest man when you've got Les Thatcher and Bob Cottle doing this thing? And for the record, including today's episode, we've got three more with Dutch. We believe. Hopper, how you doing? Yeah. What did I'm you get from it? Great. Anything for any? Anything from the opening? I wanted to ask. I mean, no. Okay. Have you been? To, have you been to bed since last week? No. <laughs> Shit, dude, you're going to die. You I wonder what, little... what that sign means. He's like, I'm 100% real American or something like that. It's a real American. I don't know. People. Because I'm trying to think of like what was going on during that time, and I couldn't think of anything. I bet we were bombing brown people on some far. No. Somalia. The Gulf War was... Just the fir- hey, first pal. Gulf Wars before this. Just because you didn't know about it didn't mean it didn't happen. Oh, okay. And because Dutch knew about it. He's got a fucking direct line to the... He's a fucking the- doctor, pal. Okay. The first match is Bobby Blaze and Jason West versus Well Done. Nothing notable. Well Done wins when Jason West eats the pin after a double DDT. Uh, any thoughts, Doc, from that opening match? Man, Bobby's always the opener. I think that's says a lot I'm gonna choose to believe that says a lot about Bobby that Corny knows that, you know, he gets the show opened right with a lot of activity and action. He um, also ain't eating a pin there either. No, right. no, no. You gotta keep him gotta keep him protected. Uh I like I do like the fact because I said this last week, why didn't Well Done get the contracts that PBL and Candido got? Dutch says that they're mad about that shit. I like that. Um you know, Good it's competitive yeah. around here. 
This is a real sport. This is compet. We're competitive here. And yep. I thought well done overall. While they're kind of goofy on the mic, looked pretty good in the ring. Yeah, they are goofy on the mic. What did you have, Harper? Yeah, they. I fucking poor old Bobby Blaze, man. Well, he didn't need the pin though. So, and yeah. he's got a philosophy for all this. It says pin me, pay me. So he'll be all right. Yeah, Bobby. Most people. Two who, most people. Most people who are doing jobs left and right don't even have a guiding philosophy to help them out. They just get sad. Mike and I work with these people every day. Jesus Christ. But that guy you work with that, that, that damn near cried yesterday at work because nobody came to his stupid meeting? <laughs> oh. Bro, I sent Mike an IM. I was like, kayfabe, brother. Right. I'm going to keep this real kayfabe. But I was like, what is this guy's problem? And you're like, I've been telling you about this spot monkey for fucking months now. I was like, is he going to cry? These Tell the people, truth, though. Man. Didn't I warn you about this? Yeah. And you, I was just, I don't, I don't I, know if you really believe me at first. You no, know, I tend to at the workplace because as much as of a shithead as you are in real life, th- over there you're fucking, you're my Arn Anderson over there. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a shoot. Know. I got a message. Is this motherfucker gonna cry? Bro, he sent out. He sent out a, a heartfelt. Like all of you had more important things to do to come to my meeting. So I guess I'll reschedule it. Jesus Brad. Christ. Why'd y'all go? Because I had more important things to do. <laughs> okay. Man, I got to tell you, and, and ha- this is this will be great for the people. The Hispanic group was having a, had a table out, and they were giving out. Um, they had food out there. I went down there and got me some enchiladas with scraps. What are you talking about? Why I didn't go to Homeboy's meeting yesterday. Well, no, the... the- the he didn't uh, kayfabe didn't have the meeting kayfabe canceled it before it happened because of low response rate that's what i'm saying but but he said why didn't you go i wasn't gonna go wait wait wait, hold on bro you mean to tell me the more important thing that everybody declined the meeting for was for 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 a food table yeah well me and scraps went down there (laughs) it's even better Okay, and I ran in, and I ran into Allie at the line too, but you know that doesn't shock me. No, it doesn't. But me and Scraps were like, ah, he didn't. We didn't mention the meeting. Fuck that dude. Your little buddy we, is a problem. We got a dude at work. We call Scraps, and he's fucking awesome. Yeah, he looks like Teddy Long. He really <laughs> does. I like him already, and he's funny in it unintentionally. Like in a, in a world that full of, in a world full of corporate saps and marks and everybody thinking they're RVD and self high five, he ain't smartened up to the business. But at least he's not a sap or a mark. I like scraps. Scraps is a good dude. <laughs> All right. Well, nobody cares about our workplace. But let's yeah. get back to uh, uh, dirty white boy and dirty white girl, right? Yeah, because uh, what they do is they throw us to a recap of last week when the white boy and white girl stripped down primetime Brian Lee to his undies. And then it's followed by a promo from a uh, white boy and white girl. So here that is. All right, fans, April 1st, Pikeville, Kentucky in the clothes match. These two right here, you just saw Hey, dirty white boy, you and the white girl got a little head start last week. Yes, we did, and that got me a $60 pair of Ray-Bans out of the deal, too. Don't they look real good on the primetime? Jesus. to you prime time pinfalls don't count the only way that you can beat us is you've got to strip me down you've got to strip her down then you can win but to tell you the truth i just gave you an example last week exactly what we've been preparing for and what's going to happen to you and little miss tammy fitz white girl what do you got to say you know white boy she wrestles as bad as she smells she's in a whole lot of trouble but i promise you when I get my hands on you and I'm tearing your clothes off one by one, I promise you I'm gonna rip a little high too, and you'll be—it'll be one night in your life you won't forget. I promise. That's it, April the first. Get ready, bluegrass bra. It's all coming to a head. See you. All right, fans. Right now, let's go to the ring.
right, Hopper, what you got from this? Well, Dirty White Girl's gotten better doing the promos. Remember when she first started? When she was kind of stumbling? And I didn't even think she was terrible. I just... Right. She, just, she, she wasn't great, but she wasn't terrible. Uh-huh. But, I mean, she... The thing is, I think they keep it short with her, and I mm-hmm. think that's what works. I'm just picturing tearing off her clothes. Mm. 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 I bet mm-hmm. she's wearing a garter belt. She better be wearing a fucking garter belt. If she's not? Then... I'm 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 gonna be pissed. Okay. I want to see a clit ring. Whoa. Uh, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Definitely. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, okay. uh, Doc, what do you have from the promo? What does "rip a little hide" mean? I want some skin off of her. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see that. I just want to see her get naked. Mm. That's well, too far. The thing is, you, to get to rip the hide, you got to be naked first. So you will see Ooh. the naked. So there's a transition period where I get to see some nudity before I'm disgusted by the fact that her she's being filleted. Yeah. Yes. So okay. Either one. So I, what you're saying is I need to beat it quick. You, you better. Yes. Nobody wants they have to be beat lubrication to, ready. You don't want to be beaten off when somebody gets their skin peeled off, right? That's kind of gross. Right. So let me ask this, Dirty White Boy. Did y'all like how he's styling and profiling with the Ray Bands? Yes. Hey, why do they cost sixty bucks, man? People on Facebook tell me they cost nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, really, huh? <laughs> oh boy, thirty white girl. If she wrestles as bad as she smells, she's in a whole lot of trouble. I like that. Okay, that was all right. And then we go from that to hit your snooze gimmick, Doc, that you do when Lex cuts a promo. Mike Sampson versus Mike Furness beat the Champ TV title match. Furness wins with a football shoulder tackle in like 60 seconds. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Offer, what do you have? Anything? I love it when fucking Doc, uh, uh, when Dutch says, is that the only move he knows? <laughs> I popped on that shit too. That's yeah. awesome. Dutch is not buying this bullshit. What's the odds Dutch is shooting right there? A hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and Jimmy probably says, now, Dutch, <laughs> Jimmy, he ain't good. Dutch is like, no shit, Jimmy. So the wise are here. Oh, man. Put me in the ring. I got you, baby. Good old Dutch back in the early days when he was wrestling a lot on TV. Uh, okay, Doc, what do you have? Anything else? The difference here and why Mike Furness doesn't get the Moondog Bruce Brother treatment is there is a potential for comedy. Otherwise, I'd have been fast forwarding like a son of a bitch. Yeah, that's that was my whole point with Horner the whole time. Is yeah, it's like what the hell. But the thing is, you have the potential for the comedy of it, which is actually good for the show. So I don't miss Horner right now, though. I don't know, bro. I kind of do when I think back to the Mr. Warndorf promo and that time yeah. he couldn't say Orndorf for nothing and he tells him, slap me. Get me in the mood if you know what I'm saying. Uh, whoa, 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 brother. We don't – that's not how we roll in these this territory. I don't – if you want to go fuck another man, that's your – go hey. do it. I don't really care. What? But uh, <laughs> I'm saying if he's telling me that as, a, as an opponent, slap me and get me in the mood. I'm like, I, I'm not participating in that. You go find somebody else for your your extracurriculars, buddy. But hey, I mean, you, so I kind of miss him from that standpoint. But other than that, I mean, yeah. Do you think that if you weren't doing too many other podcasts, that you would have already talked to Tommy Noe and gotten him on the show? No, I've actually. I'm in a group message with Horner right now, and I just haven't really responded yeah. to be like, uh, "Why don't? Would you like to say more about this?" I would like for maybe Doc to do the interview. No. Doc's busy. I don't do interviews. Okay. I could get, well, then, I could prep you like I normally do with lots of good questions to ask. But why do you, why why do you need me to do it? That never happens, but okay. Why do let's you need keep, why let's, let's why do you need me to do it? I just don't want to do it. Hmm. There's more dick. there's more to this story. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, let's go to Bob Armstrong cuz he's going to tell us uh, what's going on with the heavenly bodies and potential lawsuits or injunctions and all that good stuff. And pay attention to how he says Yokozuna. Here it is. That was, that yeah. was my <laughs> buddy. He can't say that shit. Okay, here it is. Here's the promo. 
He's winning. Let's go right now to Bob Cottle standing by with the commissioner, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, Bob Armstrong. April 1st fans, it's coming in a hurry. The Bluegrass Brawl, Pikeville, Kentucky. This man right here, Commissioner Bob Armstrong of Smoky Mountain Wrestling, has laid the law down as far as that's concerned, right? That's right. That loser-leave cage match. Yes. Now, Rock and Roll Express has given me their word that if they lose this match, not only will they retire from wrestling, they'll take their boots off and put them in the middle of the ring and retire forever. Uh, They're good men. I'll take their word for it. As far as those heavenly bodies, I made them sign papers. And no amount of money, not, no, I don't care how much money Cornette's mother's got, she ain't got enough money to bring them back. No mask, no returns, no appeals. If you lose, you leave. That's the answer to that. And as far as you, Cornette, I've got to wrestle him and some mystery partner in a handicap match. Now, he's called names like Okazuma and people from the WWF. He's even said it may be somebody not even involved in professional wrestling. But I'll tell you this. I am tired of wrestling Jim Cornette. I'm not going to be wrestling him 20 years from now. On April 1st, isn't that fitting? Oh, yeah. On April 1st, April, April Fool's Day, Day, I intend to close your bugle mouth once and for all. And how fitting, on April Fool's Day, you'll be the biggest fool of all, Cornette. And I'm going to see that it's done. So bring anybody you want. You can bring a lumberjack. I don't care if it's Godzilla. I'm going to find a way to get to you, boy. And when I get to you, the next time I see you, you'll be talking through gums where your teeth used to be. Because it's about time you got finished once and for all. And finish you is what I'm going to do in Pikeville. April Fool's Day, brother. I can hardly wait to get my hand on that blabbermouth idiot. Wow. Well, you heard him say he's going to make a fool out of Jim Cornette on April's Fool Day. We'll be back, fans, right after this. Doc, I'll throw it to you first. Uh, go ahead. What you got? Not a lot. Um, it reminded me of when my high school, country high school basketball coach couldn't say Arnold Schwarzenegger and said it in a most unfortunate manner and made a bunch of players oh on our team real mad. God, I, yeah. Uh, they were like, what'd I, you say? What'd you say? Geez. He almost got he almost got his ass whooped that day. <laughs> ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Um, he called you know, Okozuna, Okozuna. <laughs> yeah, he probably called him a Jap, too, at some point. Um, the line that I liked out of that, that stood out to me was the heavenly bodies. I made them sign papers. Yeah. Cause you can't trust those assholes. No more injunction injunctions or lawsuits. You're gone. Right. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you right there. Uh, okay. Uh, anything, uh, Harper, what you got from it? Uh, like what doc said is I, I made them sign papers. It's like, I'm not going to wrestle you for fucking 10 years, man. This is it. Thank God. I know, huh? Thank I'm God. tired of it. I'm That's actually a new twist on it, so, so I'm glad they kind of did that. Yeah. All right. So then they go from that to Cornette. Uh, Y'all going to think I'm crazy. I literally have a note that says, I felt like Corny repeated himself. He's just teasing the mystery person, and he names a bunch of people. Um, Was it worth playing? or I mean, No, I just... He says that the heavenly bodies aren't there or in the back. I was like, what are the odds that they're even there? They may be doing some dates for somebody else. That's an easy way to to work around it. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. uh, that is, huh? Do you want me to look? I don't care. Good. Okay. Uh, they replay the thrill seekers workout video. And then they go straight from that to a thrill seekers promo. Rather short. Let me get to it and get it queued up. They sh wow. Look at this shit. All right. Here it is. All right, fans. You saw him right there. And now we want you to meet him. Here they are, the thrill seekers. Lance Storm, Chris Jericho. All right, Lance. Hey, you two guys are fantastic. And already those Swaggy Mountain Wrestling fans are taking you to heart. That's right. We really appreciate it. And we also understand that there's a chance we could be in the tag team picture already. Should the Rock and Roll Express lose the Loser Leave Town match with the Heavenly Bodies, which I personally don't think is going to happen, Chris and I wish Rick and Rock, Ricky and Robert the best of luck. We will fulfill their contractual obligations. That's not the way we want to do it, and that's not the way we think it's going to go down, because we want to earn our shot here in Smoky Mountain Wrestling on our own merits. 
Well, I think you I think you certainly can do that, Chris. Well, Bob, let me tell you, Robert Gibson and Ricky Morton are big influences on us. We really, really admire them. And we know that they're not going to go down at Bluegrass Brawl. But we, even if they do, that's not how we want to get our title shots. We want to earn them the old-fashioned way, the Canadian way. We're going to show everybody that the Thrill Seekers deserve a title shot on our own. And pretty soon, you will see the Thrill Seekers get some title shots. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? All right, fans, these two right here, you're going to hear from them, and you're going to hear a lot about them, the Thrill Seekers. We'll be back right after we take this time out. All right, Doc, I, I'm looking at the... That you asked the question before I played that about the heavenly bodies. I don't think mm-hmm. they're at it. I think you think you might be on to something there. I'm, I mean, I'm just trying to scan it real quick, but I don't think they're there. So that's probably highly likely. All right, what did you have from the promo? Did you think he was going to say the, the page or the charge or something at the end of that? <laughs> like he does on his podcast. I remember, Dude, that you, line- I, remember, I remember when you hated his podcast because of that. I've always liked Chris Jericho. He's a That's not true. You hated him. You you used to call him a cheese dick. Wow. He hated, Why? He hated Jericho. He hated his podcast at a time because I guess he didn't like the way Jericho talked and would say the page, the pagey wagey. Just like he would Jericho would like plug his Amazon referral link and he would say at yeah. the top of the pagey wagey and talk he would come in my office fucking hot about the way Jericho said shit you don't I want to admit it to, now but no I, that's not true you were the one that said I can't listen to that shit he's just too ridiculous and I listened to two episodes of the Jericho show this week so that just refutes everything that you I saying. didn't say you still hated him I said you used to oh because I'm known for hating something back then and then seeing the light on it. That's not exactly yes. in my that's not in my skill set, pal. Once or I you, hate or you or you generally lie. What? Or you lie because you're I'm good the at most that. On, I am the most honest person you have ever met. Wow. Not on this show. You like to lie and play heel and say things just to see if you can get a rise out of people. Well, I, you we do. can sit here and agree to disagree for the rest of the show, but I I thought it was weird that Jericho said the Canadian way, and that I, that that's in this part of the world some heel shit. What's that right. foreigner? Sh- what's that foreigner shit? Yeah, you mean the? Did you get confused, boy? Don't you mean the <laughs> American way? <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Harper? You got anything? That's what I was thinking when it says uh, Canadian way. I'm like, no, don't, don't. <laughs> they're, they're gonna kill you. They don't want to hear that. No, All right, doc, doc. Anything else? I don't think so. Let's go to Down and Dirty. Uh-oh. Yeah, let's go to this Down is, and Dirty. This is one of my own. I'm not saying it has to be y'all's, but this is one of my top five Smoky Mountain moments, I think, ever. All right, here it is. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Down and Dirty with Dutch. I'm Dr. Dutch Mantell. And before I talk to my special guest, write this date down. April the 1st. Pikeville, Kentucky, the Bluegrass Brawl. The world is watching. Not only fans in Smoky Mountain, but fans all across the wrestling world. Before I talk to my special guest, I want you to hear some comments from some big-time promoters across the wrestling world. And also, we're going to talk to the Heavenly Bodies and Jim Cornette. Watch this, and we'll be back with my special guest. Hello, Smoky Mountain Wrestling fans. I'm Eddie Marlin, the promoter for the USWA Wrestling. And every promoter in the country, including myself, is real interested in the outcome of the Bluegrass Ball at Pikeville, Kentucky. The match lose or leave time between the Rocking Rose Express and the Heavenly Bodies. Both of these teams are great teams. That match could go either way, but I want either team, both teams, to remember. The loser of that match leaves Smoky Mountain, and you're more than welcome to join us at the USWA. I want to wish both teams good luck, but remember the loser, remember the USWA is waiting on you. Now just where are the World Wrestling Federation officials headed after WrestleMania? Why, it's not to Disneyland. It's to the Bluegrass Brawl on Friday, April 1. It's the Bluegrass Brawl in Pikesville, Kentucky. And imagine this in the main event, ladies and gentlemen, the heavenly bodies against the Rock and Roll Express inside the steel cage for the Smoky Mountain Tag Team Championship. And on top of all of that, the loser must leave the Smoky Mountain region. Well, how about that? 
Smoky Mountain's loss is going to be the World Wrestling Federation's gain. Because here in the World Wrestling Federation, we would welcome either tag team into World Wrestling Federation action for sure. Why, we would even welcome Jim Cornette himself. I mean, here's a guy who feels he's a combination of Rhett Butler, Ted Turner, Red Barber, and Colonel Sanders all rolled into one. All right, Doc, I guess I'll throw it to you first. You said this was one of your favorite moments, so have at it. Bro, that's Vince McMahon. Yeah, we know. We saw it. How desperate was Vince in the early 90s to be doing that shit? I, I, can't, I can't put this over enough because Vince didn't walk around mentioning other people's promotions at this time, right? No. Why'd he do this? Maybe Corny asked him to. I mean, dude, that's fucking Vince Kennedy McMahon on Smoky Mountain TV. And not just calling the match. He cut. He took time out of his busy ass day to cut a promo. That's big shit. That's pretty. Uh, pretty heavy, man. He, was he so? And was he so much better than the other guy? Yeah. Well, Eddie Marlin was. I mean, Eddie Marlin is Jerry Jarrett's father-in-law, Jeff Jarrett's grand grandpappy. And it's Memphis Southern wrestling. I mean, it's a different take than Vince McMahon with the voice. And Vince was getting into it, man. The bluegrass brawl. He was talking about that. Well, the the thing that was funny about it was when you think about Vince and where you know, where the company is now and publicly traded company, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I don't have to regurgitate all that, but you know where I'm coming from. Vince, the, the line that you should really take everybody's attention from somebody who I, I mean, he did kill the territories. The territories were going to die anyway, but Vince helped uh, facilitate it happen a lot quicker. Uh, Vince claims in that promo, Smoky Mountain's loss of one of those teams is going to be the WWF's gain. I mean, that's putting over that promotion by saying that. You're putting yeah, over right it is. Smoky Mountain big time when you make that statement. Mm-hmm. Well, and <laughs> is that the first time in his life he had other, ever uttered the words, the Rock and Roll Express? <laughs> no, he did it at the at the match. That's right. But uh, I mean, that that was right before he asked which one was Ricky and which one was Robert. Right. So, but this is pretty big deal, man. Vince McMahon on Smoky Mountain TV. And you're just sitting there watching some Smoky Mountain. You're 113. This is the 113th episode in, and we've seen a lot of big names, but. And I'm not going to say Vince is bigger than, well, maybe he is, some of the other names we've seen. But Vince wasn't known for doing shit like this, either. I like that he called Pretty it big. the Smoky, he called it the Smoky Mountain region. The area, it's the yeah, territory. Yeah, 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 he made sure, he made sure that it wasn't a, a uh, he made sure to make it sound small, right? Yes. Not the hey, World th- Wrestling Federation. I tell you, he put fucking uh, uh, leather seats of wood grain on this shit. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's he most certainly did. He certainly did. Harper, any other thoughts? And I love the one thing the uh, USWA the uh, USWA guys said we're going to take the loser of this match. It's just it's like why would you want a fucking loser and I love how Vince doesn't call them a loser. He says this is his gain. Opportunity, well, he puts it, Yeah. No, no, no. The way Vince framed it, which I thought, again, was great, he said Smoky Mountain's loss right. is one, of one of those teams is the WWF's gain. So, like, mm-hmm. he didn't frame it as the loser of that match. Right. He framed it as... The promotion is going to lose a great... The way he worded it, it comes across as the the promotion, Smoky Mountain Wrestling is going to lose a great team, and we're going to gain one. Yes. Uh, whereas Eddie Marlin positioned it as, oh, we're going to get the loser. It, it's just... it. it right. go, that's how, you know, like saying something different and phrasing something differently is going to sound a lot better. I, yeah. Uh, you're right, Harper. Good stuff. All well, right. and the, the other thing is, Vince could have got on there and half-assed it, but Vince gave it the Vince treatment, like Harper yeah. said with the, I mean, 
Uh, well, shit, pal. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to fucking do it. This was good. Are we ready to keep going where a cornet then jumps in? I guess. Okay. Let me ask you don't this. Seem to, you don't seem too excited about having Vince on our TV. Nah, I was... That line he spit out, did you not hear me say it? That was fantastic. Yeah. He positioned that perfect. Their loss, not the team, their loss is going to be my gain. Shit was great. Here's Cornette afterwards. Well, at the risk of spoiling all the TV ratings today, I want to inform you people that the Heavenly Bodies will not be seen live and in color on television today for the simple reason that the Rock and Roll Express, being those noted back jumpers and backfighters that they are, we're afraid that they might try to do something dastardly and evil before the Bluegrass Brawl April the 1st to try to get an advantage. But I assure you, Rock and Roll, we got news for you. It ain't going to happen that way. We got a few tricks up our sleeve, and by the time April 1st rolls around, you're going to be at a definite disadvantage. Right, Gigolo? You're exactly right, Corny. Rock and Roll Express, my cousin and I, that's right, we're cousins. You two... You're not family, so you don't, you're not as tight as we are. We've got one heck of a game plan coming for you on Bluegrass Brawl. Let me tell you something, guys. On your way there to Pikeville, you better stop by at that U-Haul place and get you a nice big trailer, and we'll be more than glad to help you load it up. Ain't that right, cuz? Yeah, and you know, speaking of family, Jim, we had a nice conversation with your mother just the other night. We not only promised you, but we promised her that we won't let you down. We're not going to let her down. We have a special bonus in it for us, Ricky and Robert, when we defeat you in Pikeville on April 1st. We are the Smoky Mountain Tag Team Champions. We rule Smoky Mountain Champions. Right. We are the greatest tag team that ever came down the pike, whether it be in any organization you want to mention. But right now, our main concern, the entire wrestling world is looking to see if the heavenly bodies can pull it off. They're all asking the question, can the heavenly bodies finally put the end to the Rock and Roll Express? The answer is a definite yes. And you, Ricky Morton, and you, Robert Gibson, will take off your boots in the middle of the ring like you said you will, and you'll throw them out to the crowd, and everybody will have their souvenirs, and we'll walk out the champions that we are. April the 1st, Ricky Morton Robert Gibson at the Bluegrass Brawl in Pikeville, Kentucky. It's inside a steel cage, and all the marbles are on the line. The Smoky Mountain Wrestling Tag Team title and the losing team has to leave Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Now, we could go anywhere. Sure, that's right. That's right. But But you, rock and roll, you say you're going to take your boots and your tights off and throw them out to the crowd and never wrestle again if you can't be in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. April the 1st will mark the end of 10 years of my life. That's right. 10 years of hatred. 10 years of frustration. 10 years that I've chased you, Morgan Gibson, across this country, trying to put it into you. That's right. And finally, it's going to happen because you will be out of Smoky Mountain Wrestling and professional wrestling when you lose the match inside the steel cage at the Bluegrass Brawl. And it will be the happiest day of my life. Doc, what did you have? I liked at the end when he grit his teeth to get the, it'll be the happiest day of my life. That's he, that's a nice little touch. The line corny had ten years of hatred. I love that. And man, it's meat and potatoes. But Doctor Tom was real believable there. I really thought he was really just you know not trying to pop the, the territory, just delivering a believable promo. And I popped at the beginning when Delray called Cornette corny. What the hell is that squeaking? Is that you, Doc? Or? I think Harper's probably banging his bitch. No. Harper, is that your, are you in a chair squeaking? Good Lord. That's I mean, the I'm Doc's pro- chair. Why is it my chair? I'm sitting, I'm sitting in a room naked <laughs> yeah. on the floor. <laughs> All right. I just Harper. read a most disturbing article here on my phone while that was going on. There's this new study that says 5% of all deaths around the world, across the globe, are an are res- indirect or direct result of alcohol use. That sounds 5%? very fitting for you, Doc. And that 75% of those deaths are men. So we might want to hurry this show up. I may not be alive at the end of it. Because <laughs> we know Doc drinks nonstop alcoholic fuck uh, hopper what do you have from this 
I like when they, he he brings up that they're cousins, and you haven't heard him say that in in a, in a good while. Yeah, yeah, they're fa- they're time. family. Yeah, they're gonna work uh, it out. Mm-hmm. So, Anything so else? they're closer. So they're closer than a rock and roll. That's a nice uh, analysis there. I I I agree with Doc. This ain't flashy. It's meat and potatoes, but it's effective. Yeah. And that that was a big comment I had from it. All right, do we want to keep going? Yeah. I, yeah. Are we just rock gonna quit? No, no, no. I'm just if we're ready to keep going. Here's a rock and roll. Okay, so, they, so hold on, hold on. I want to say something here. I just asked, are you ready to keep going? Like, what do we want to quit? Yeah, let's go. Okay, and then I go to do it, and you're hold on, hold on. Which one is it, asshole? I think you're having an overreaction to all of this. Um, you're a fuck. Are you moron. back on? Ster- are you back on steroids, dude? <laughs> if I ever stick a needle in me, it ain't gonna be from steroids. Uh oh, your people do love the H. Yeah, heroin. Okay, so um, you know, last week we even skipped the rock and roll. It wasn't that great. This is great. What's about to happen? I thought they yeah. redeemed themselves here, and they stepped up to the plate mm-hmm. and said, "We got to do our part to get this angle over." Man, I thought this what we're about to hear was really good. Ricky Morton is fantastic, and it, I'd be damned if this ain't a scripted promo. Let's play it. This is great. Here it is. Hey, fans, you heard it. My special guest right now, Ricky Morton, Robert Gibson, the Rock and Roll Express. I go Kentucky, Ricky, the probably the toughest match you've ever going to have. It's a loser. Losing team leaves Smoky Mountain Wrestling inside a steel cage, and the titles are on the line. Your comments, please. You know, Dutch, I have had so much on my mind for the last several weeks. And to come out here and tell all these fans how I really feel, I'm so confused it'll probably come out like scrambled eggs. You know, I'd hardly been able to sleep at night. Last night I sat down and I wrote a letter. And I want to read it to all you fans out here at Smoky Mountain Wrestling. And to you too, Robert. And if you bear with me just for a few minutes, I'd like to read it to you, please. You know, when I first came back to Smoky Mountain Wrestling, and I reunited with Robert, you know, it seems like all my life, that's what I wanted. You said, I'm no different from nobody else, Dutch. I made mistakes in wrestling and in my life as well. Robert Gibson could have said no, and he could have told me to get lost, but he didn't. And for that, Robert, I'm grateful. And I knew the moment that I walked through the curtains in my first match back together with Robert, I realized then my place in life. But now I'm faced, we are, with probably the toughest match that we're ever gonna have. Through the years opposing with Jimmy Cornette and his different teams, never has more been at stake than right now. April the 1st, Pikeville, Kentucky, in Bluegrass Brawl, we're all gonna lay all the cards on the table. Inside a steel cage, nobody in, nobody out. The tag title's on the line, and the most important thing about it all is, the loser's gotta leave Smoky Mountain Wrestling. And I'm gonna be truthful with all, with all you fans that I don't know if we're going to win or not. And if we do lose, I'd like to tell you all you fans, thanks for the great times and all your support for making my days in Smoky Mountain Wrestling happy. I'm speaking only for myself, Robert, because I love you just like you're my own brother. And if we do lose, my career is over. Not only will I leave Smoky Mountain Wrestling, but I'll never put on another pair of wrestling boots. This feud has taken a lot out of us. But for 10 years, and I mean 10 years, Jimmy Cornette, we have been at each other's throats all the way from Texas to New York City. But now it's come to a point that one of us is going to leave in a blaze of glory. We have run a good race. We fought a lot of good battles. But I think Robert and I still have one good one left in us. And I'm not, and if I'm not able to tell all you people out there goodbye, I'd like to thank you, and may God bless you all. Thank you very much. Hey, brother, I know we got one more good le- good one left in us, brother. Let's go, bro. Okay, fans, some very heartfelt words from the Rock and Roll Express. Don't go away. Remember, April 1st, Pikeville, Kentucky. The world is watching. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, boy. 
See, look, here's look. the thing I think. I, this is what I'm going to accuse the rock and roll of. I think they've done it for so long now, and they're that good, and they still get that reaction that from time to time they go on autopilot a little bit. But the truth mm-hmm. is, when the angle was there, dude, he just cranked it up, fired up the band, and went out there and got that shit over in a big-ass way. Brett, I, I, I don't know what to say. If you, you can hear it. I mean, what am I going to say that's going to put that over more than what it was? I, I, that was yeah. He whipped out a written letter and read it with emotion. Yeah. Harper, what you got? That shit was great. Yeah. It almost sounded like it was a fucking funeral. Could be if they lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then fucking, and then fucking Robert Gordon, uh, fucking uh, Robert gets I'm like, fuck, you ruined it. You shouldn't have said anything. I'm putting some of your AJs can't wash off. Yeah, uh, fuck. Damn, Damn Harper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, right. but but the but the thing there is, and and, and man, when he was done delivering, first of all, Morton's out there talking about like two years ago when they reunited. So there's yeah. first of all, I mean, this is ten years of getting after this, and two years ago they got back together. This is, this shit's got roots that go deep. And second of all, at the end, Dutch did a great job of continuing to make it seem big when he said the whole world is watching this. So now you got Vince involved. Jesus Christ, Vince is involved. Eddie Marlin's more regional. I mean, it's not that Eddie Marlin's not a legend in the sport. He's just he's a Tennessee guy. But Vince is Vince has said, Hey, we're gonna take it, we're gonna get some talent here. And now Dutch is like, the whole world is watching. Man, this thing feels big now. Shit, is it April 1st yet? This is big. I told you. Why are we talking about it like it's fucking real? Uh, <laughs> I love you. What is wrong with those guys? They're talking about this stuff like it's real. Well, come join us. Now, after This was great. Anything else you want to add, Hopper? No. Yeah, this was fantastic. Emotion just perfect uh that whole that whole segment was everything it needed to be from the and, and the thing was it was almost 10 minutes long when down and dirty first started with the eddie marlin part with vince then with the heavenly bodies and corny and then the rock and roll just really really good stuff they go from that to a replay of the ladder match from last week remember tracy won but candido attacked him after and stole the check and then uh then he beat tracy with the ladder well from there they then show a or we got a promo coming from Tracy, who now has some things he's got to get off his chest. And uh, Tracy, we got we got a look right there at what happened last week in the ladder match on Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Mr. Cottle, before I get to that, I think I can speak for myself, all the fans out here in Dungannon, Virginia, and the millions of people at home. I hope the Rock and Roll Express strut and stroll all over Jimmy Cornette's heavenly bodies and run them out of here. Now. Chris Candido, you're a tremendous athlete, man. We've had these ladder matches all over the all over the area. Some of the most brutal matches I've ever been in my life. You all saw what happened last week, but it's, it's been like a slot machine, man. I win one night, he wins the next night. Man, I'll tell you, it's back and forth. It's all coming to a head. Bluegrass Brawl, Pikeville, Kentucky. I still remember in Christmas chaos when you cost me the, my shot at the Smoky Mountain Heavyweight title. This is my chance for revenge. Maybe you can beat Tracy Smothers, but you can't beat the wild-eyed Southern boy and the millions of people out there and all them good people in Pikeville, Kentucky. Candido, I'll see you at Bluegrass Brawl. All right, fans, and that's going to be April. All right, so besides what he just said in the promo, I've seen that clip that they showed during the promo with Tracy. Oh, the the fucker, bro. Jesus Christ. I was kind of like, kind of like barely watching it. I'm doing something else. I was like, wait, 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 wait. What the (laughs) fuck was that? Yeah. (laughs) I rewinded it. I was like, what the? No one does this. No. (laughs) Ask him the next time you see him about it, Harper. Uh, uh, well, I know it's going to be a while. I mean, because he's yeah. probably not going to be be back until the X-rated show next year. But he, that shit, I I've seen that clip before. It's it's bounced around the internet here and there. But th- that dude, he goes flying over the corner. Tracy goes flying over the corner with the ladder. And the ladder you can't see, but it appears to hit the guardrail 
And then you see some fan jump up. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. Uh, so that shit was wild. Uh, but, uh, Doc, what did you have? Shit was wild. <laughs> I popped. You... I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> it must have been wild if Doc agrees with me. I, I when you when you do something worthy of agreement, I will agree. Okay. Anything else, Doc, from that? He went out there and getting other faces over too. Randy yes. at the all shucks, the Mister Caudle. I hope they strut and stroll. And then he took a vicious ass bump, dude. What else do you want from the the guy? Does he? What else does he have to do? Does he have to cut his arm open? Right. And bleed for you people right here. Well, I tell you what. Let's turn it up an even further notch because I don't know if we've heard a lot from Daryl Van Horn lately on this show. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but yeah. he, he's get, he must be bored. Well, I will tell you this: uh, I think he's coming to the end of his run here. For one, uh, he and I still have been talking. Our schedules are just not lined up at this time. So because when you want to do it, he's out banging questionable broads. Yeah, I, like you know, he's he's out with his Jezebels, and he he can't, you know. And when he's out with his Jezebels, I'm at home, and when he's at home sleeping from banging the Jezebels, or, or when he's at home after he's banged, I'm at work during the day. So there you have it. We just haven't been able to line up our schedules. But with that said, he's coming to the end of his run. But before he comes to the end of his run, let's go right now to Daryl Van Horn with Bob Cottle. All right, fans, with me right now, here's Mr. Daryl Van Horn. I, I saw that grin from ear to ear. I understand somebody said you got great news for all the wrestling fans. That's right, Bob Caudle. I told everybody last week on television that Prince Karras had finally gotten signed to a Smoky Mountain Heavyweight Championship match. And there's been a title change since then, so I'm sure it will tickle your prostate to know that the man Prince Karras is facing is none other than the Dirty White Boy. Well, Dirty White Boy, this serves two purposes. Number one, it's going to put the gold around Prince Karras' waist, just like I promised. Number two, it's going to allow him to get a measure of revenge against you for what you did in Thanksgiving Thunder. When you stepped in the ring to protect Tim Horner from any further injury, you opened a Pandora's box. I told you the revenge of the pharaohs would rain down on you, and now it's going to happen. Also, <laughs> I've been getting him prepared. I've been doing all kinds of things. We've added an opium den to the prince's chambers. He's been watching snuff films all week, getting mentally prepared for this match in April. And you know, a lot of people, Bob, say, well, Van Horn, you come out here and run your mouth. Why doesn't the prince get out here and talk? Number one, why should he talk? You're a bunch of peasants, a bunch of slaves and trash. He speaks an international language, though, and it's called pain, and it works like this. When you have a little puppy who has missed the newspaper and hit the floor, you can get in his face all day long and say, bad dog, but it doesn't make a bit of sense. But if you grab that mutt by his hind legs and crack his head up against the wall, or maybe kick him in the ribs, it's going to register to him that you mean business. And dirty white boy, that's what you have to look forward to. A housebreaking at the hands of Prince Karras. Oh, let's go to the ring, fans. <laughs> that, that, that foreign tongue, pal. God damn. What do you have? Man, dude. There's so much in that. Uh, do you, Mike, know what a snuff film is? No. Harper? That's where they, they fuck them and they kill the chick. All they're supposed to. Right? For real. Right. I'm, 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 I guess I shouldn't Confused. be worried how y'all know this shit, but all right. It's how they, see that? they act like it's a movie, but they end up really killing the person, and they film it like it's a movie, but the person really dies in the movie. Yeah, but and see, they're illegal. Uh, eight eight uh, millimeter. The remember that movie, Doc? No, but when I went to college, there was a um, there was a independent movie store up in the town square, 
and the, the the legend always was that they had a snuff film back in the back that you had to have like some super secret inroads to be able to watch. So that's real smart. They they actually filmed themselves murdering someone. Right. That seems kind of fucking dumb. That's some shit white people would do. You ever read Urban Dictionary, man? White people are into all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, that's true too. Um, okay. So he's talking about snuff films. You should you should Google that later and learn a little bit about it. It's pretty fucked up. Uh, tickling prostates, opium dens, and then. Mike, I'm pretty sure you had a problem with this. Um, animal abuse. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> yeah, Mike. Let, me, let me quote him. If you grab that mutt by his hind legs and crack his head against the wall and maybe kick him in the ribs, maybe it will register. What? Come on, man. And then he I talks about this, this is going to tickle your prostate. Yeah. That's what you he ever t- had your prostate tickled? And then I'm thinking, do Bob Cottle's been... Uh, he's been doing this for so many years, fucking Starcade, big time shit, and he's got this guy telling him, and fucking who gives a shit, fucking Virginia, just gonna tickle your prostate. <laughs> Jimmy's like, he's going back, Jimmy, I don't know what you want me to do with him. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, Bob, just let him go. What else you got, Doc? Anything? Man, that's, I mean, it is a power-packed explosion of filth. It's pretty fucking bad, yes. And and as usual, just so that Mr. Mitchell doesn't get uh, confused, we mean that with the most respect. I don't know. I think you're for a shoot kind of mad now. No, no. He's a dirty bastard, and I mean that in the most respectful way. He knows that. So would you like me to read you the definition of a snuff film? Because I don't mind. Go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. Okay, hold on. Let me get it entered here. Snuff. Okay, I'll tell you what. We'll come back to it. Well, Um, I got it now. Oh, okay. I'm waiting. It is a movie in which a person is actually murdered or commits suicide. Some, uh, and it's not staged for uh, commercial purposes. Um... That just seems so fucking dumb. So you literally murder someone and you film it. Again, that's some shit white people created. Well, there's there's some urban legend about whether or not this exists, but I'll let the Facebook group handle all that. Okay. All right. Let's keep it moving. Damn good promo from Daryl Van Horn, though, as usual. Uh, up next, we got Killer Kyle versus Dirty White Boy with the Dirty White Girl. Uh, Dutch calls Dirty White Girl the Tanya Harding of Smoky Mountain Wrestling at the top of the of the match. <laughs> Dutch is talking about the possible outcomes of the match where the person who loses is the one who gets stripped, and Dutch says he wouldn't mind seeing a Dirty White Girl and Tammy get stripped. Uh, Mark Curtis takes a bump. With the ref down, primetime Brian Lee and Tammy come down to the ring. Brian Lee tries to get involved, but Dirty White Boy is able to put the Buck Snort Blaster on Brian Lee. Mark Curtis then counts a pin on primetime Brian Lee as Why? if he was the one who lost. Right. It doesn't make uh, sense. Tammy tries helping the Dirty White Girl, but the Dirty White... Tammy tries helping out, but Dirty White Girl says, nah, bruh. And primetime Brian Lee and Tammy head to the back with their tails between their legs. Uh, this didn't make much sense, but whatever. I was fine with it. We keep it moving. Doc, thoughts besides why? Yeah, I was like, Dutch just now figured out that one of these broads is going to be naked. I was like, yeah, welcome to the party, pal. Yeah. Um, I thought these two wrestled a few episodes back and had a good match. Kyle and Dirty White Boy, I think. Yeah. And I was like, man, this is just a series of bad decisions. Why is Dirty White Boy pinning primetime and why is Curtis counting it? Well, maybe Curtis was out of it because he got hit. I don't know. But uh, yeah. what did you have? I don't. I don't know. The I can't thing. explain it. I was like, why is he fucking? He, what? He's not involved. Yeah, it it was very strange. So I don't. I don't have anything else from it. So we'll keep going. The Infernos versus the Rock and Roll Express are up next. Cornette joins the commentary booth and pays off Dutch to leave the commentary table. Now, Rock and Roll Express win, but as soon as they do. Primetime Brian Lee and Candido hit the ring to beat down the Rock and Roll. Now, Caudle accuses Cornette of setting this up so the Rock and Roll could get hurt before their match with the Heavenly Bodies. Now, the Rock and Roll do turn the tables 
Uh, but then Tammy comes in and starts using her purse on the rock and roll. Cornette at that point says, wait, this isn't working out like I planned. I mean, the way I thought it would. And Bob Cottle says, yeah, I bet it isn't working out as you planned, Jim. Cottle is pissed off and upset and, as usual, appalled. But he can't do anything about it because he realizes Cornette set this up. But, you know, that's not what happened. My assumption here is that Dutch went and delivered the $250 that Cornette gave him to primetime Brian Lee and Candido, and they went out to try and injure the rock and roll. But that's that. Uh, this was good as we head towards Bluegrass Brawl, in my opinion, because it kind of just leaves it, hey, that dirty heel just tried to pay to have these guys injured before their big match. But, Harper, what did you have from this? This just throws gasoline on the fire. It makes you hate yes. them more after hearing that that when uh, fucking Ricky read that fucking letter. Well said. Well said. I agree. Doc, what about you? You see Tammy missed with that purse on Gibson. She didn't hit him at all? I thought she missed him. Okay. He sold it, though. It will be nice if they pulled a, a brick out the purse or something. He should have grabbed her by the throat or the cunt, grabbed her by a bowling ball, and said, hey, next time, really lay it in, bitch. Boom. I think Tammy's, a, Tammy's actually finally about to get out of jail. I saw something online. She's still in jail? Yeah. Uh, she's going to get... Place. She's going to get uh, credit for time served, but I think she's about to get out. Wow. That's no place I'll, for her. I know. I'll bail her out. I bet you would. Mm, come here, and girl. you'd still hit it, right? I probably. 100%. I past me. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do those those little people first or Tammy? Which ones would you oh, choose? Come no. on, man. Tammy. you do Tammy before the little the little people? Oh, yeah. It was there a Buzz Boiler fucking afterwards. Is Bud's Brawler still open? Yeah, it's still there. Oh, I didn't know. I had no idea. I, I figured they all closed down. Nah. God, we used to go to that place all the time when I was a kid because it was so fucking cheap. Yeah. Good Lord. Uh, okay, uh, Doc, any other thoughts on the way this match ended? No. All right. Doc, you go first. Disability checks. Disability checks, you see. Why um, Doc is over there stroking his dick trying to figure out how, how he's going to blow himself and how he knows how to rate the show. Become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Get access to all the extra content. About one show a week, sometimes a little bit less. But anyway, there's about 70 to 80 episodes as we speak of patron-only content at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. BTT, the world-class shows, and all the extra stuff is there. Doc, your disability checks. I got to tell you, my friend, this is another really, really good episode. I liked it. Man, this has been a fun little Friday morning here, getting to talk about episode 112 or last week's episode and then talk about this one. Uh, get to hang out with my buddy Harper, deal with you. Uh, this, yeah. This show had a lot going on. I'm going to say... Uh, I'm just waiting for you to, as you're spitting for a minute straight, trying to justify whatever you're about to give this show because you're a mark for yourself. But go ahead. I don't have to rate it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm not rating it either, then. Look, two can play that game. <laughs> Offer, you want to rate it? Nope. Yeah, Harper, Harper's gonna give it eight midgets. <laughs> <laughs> I give it uh, nine point five uh, midget fuckers. <laughs> wow, this is a first. Yeah. Oh shit! Uh, I'm giving the government cheese to Ricky Morton for that emotional statement. Yeah, no, uh, read to How us. can you not? Jesus Christ, that was beautiful. Uh, Doc, who are you giving? You gonna give some government cheese? I don't think so. <laughs> Doc, what do you think about uh, Death of the Territories? The movie, the the book. I wish it had been Death of the Menace. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, well, before we get out of here, go to tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon and pick up Death of the Territories. Pick up Bobby Blaze's book. Give it to your give, give the link to your wives, girlfriends, side pieces, whoever you're banging, whatever. Again, it's tinyurl.com/bttamazon. Great way to support the show. Show gets a little bit of kickback in return. Doc, give it the give the government cheese something. Shard Johnson named it. Give it. Come on. What are you giving it to? Uh, 
I would actually give on disability checks because I was trying to respect the show. I'm giving the show an 8.8. Mm. Okay. Well, me, me and Hopper are going to not give it anything since you want to play that game. What Kermit a cheese. dick. I bet I could get Harper to give it a number, though. What? Why don't you give it some disability checks? Then Mike will be the asshole. I give it a 9.5. See? At I'm going to give mine a 9.5, too. Yeah, okay. there you go. 9.5 major fuckers. <laughs> All right. Doc, are you going to give someone a government cheese, or are you going to play that game? God damn, pal. See, don't, it can easily it go to... to it, where I'm giving Vince McMahon some welfare. Government cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Harper, is this a uh, little person you just texted us? What? Whoa! <laughs> Holy crap. What? I was Harper, is, ex- that, is that a little person? Yes. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Now I gotta put a damn password on my phone so my kids don't crash. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But she's yeah. high, huh? I Hopper think that just, head that head uh, looks photoshopped. <laughs> Hopper, Hopper, do you want to tell the people what you just texted me and Doc? What? Okay, Mike, would you? <laughs> what I what? Well, she's kind of thick there. I'm not answering that. Just say this it. Is, so this yeah, is, I'm not gonna. Next help. thing you know, he's gonna send us a pregnant one. No, no way. Oh God, no. <laughs> Opera. Yeah, there's nothing sexy about a pregnant woman. No, I'm. This is. I can't. Come on, man. This is insulting. You, you can't. Why? You <laughs> cannot. Sit. You couldn't have sexual intercourse with a little woman. I just got to figure out how I don't. I got to get this off my phone before my my kids <laughs> grab my phone. Delete it. Delete the thread. <laughs> Wait. So they they get on your phone. Kid, they're kids, man. They grab. They, there are no boundaries. They come. They go Shit. everywhere. Mine ain't never touch my fucking phone. Fuck that. My wife's phone. She she's she's a sucker. She they can get the phone from her when they were small, like yours. But mine, uh, uh-uh. it ain't yeah, happening. <laughs> you let your wife. You let your wife get in your phone. I don't care. There's nothing in it. I mean, yeah, right. That's what I'm. She's probably got two phones. She's probably got one of them like Boost Mobile phones. Yeah. No, I don't Doc, your wife doesn't grab your phone. No. She trusts I mean, she does. Mine doesn't like. Mine doesn't like grab mine. But I mean, if she says, "Let me see your phone," I just I don't care. I'll give it to her. Whatever. I mean, there's nothing. What What am I hiding? She was choking. And well, I did have to. More. Now, now I will tell you this. I did have to warn her one time. Oh. Because fuck. because Harper likes to send me. <laughs> fucking <laughs> stupidity through either text or facebook messenger so she got mad once she, i never told harper this but she got mad one time because because um harper harper will send me these fucking videos on facebook messenger that are just raunchy and out there so i had like i warned her, i was like look if harper if you see something that harper sent i mean i ain't sending them he just sent like them to it, me. I like that we have Harper around because it makes me seem. I she has somebody that Sasha has somebody she can hate more than me. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was like, um, I was, she's like, and then she, this she asked me this question, and this is this is uh, well over a year after she first met Harper. Harper, does he realize you're married? Um, yes, but like, so what is that supposed to mean? I mean. Well, that's disgusting. Because I showed her like one of the videos. I don't even remember which one it was. She's like, that's gross. Well, I mean, it's fucking Facebook. What do you want me to do? Uh, Jesus. So I did have to warn her once. Uh, I was like, if you, if you see a crazy video. Anyway. Broads. They want to get mad at you for something else somebody does, right? <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the definition know, of broad my, logic. If, if my wife was choking and she's like, puts out the 911, I'd be like, no, nah, let's go look. Let me dial number one, man. Now nah, let's go look for your phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's real classy, Doc. I, you know, right. it is what it is. Before we get out of here, shout out to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing with ROH's Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett doing their thing every single Monday. Just search Wrestling Podcast About Nothing or WPAM, wherever you get your podcast from. And then shout out to our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast, the northern version of BTT, slightly classier, a little bit more professional as they do their thing every single Monday as well. I don't have anything else. Doc, you got anything? 
Jesus Christ, can we go? Harper, you. Let's go, man. Harper, hit the tagline. Fuck it, bitch.